boys and girls. Welcome back to the show that never ends. This is Sports Society. Today, we have a very, very special guest joining us. Ryan Knopp is joining us for the NHL episode. And, uh, you know, we're going to be getting into some more other than hockey, but hockey will be the main thing. And um, I think it's going to be it's going to be really refreshing because I haven't had anybody on who is a super big um, a super big hockey person and uh, Ryan's played and he's still a huge fan of the NHL. So he will fill us in with everything NHL. We will get into masters because this is recorded actually uh, two days removed from my free previous recording and one day removed uh, from releasing the podcast Monday. We are currently Tuesday, um, April 4th. And here comes Ryan introduced everybody to Ryan otherwise known as Nopper. Nopper, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing I'm doing amazing. Well, I was just filling them in with the um with the hockey that we're we're going to be getting into. So, um before anything, the the faithful doesn't know you yet. So, <laughs> would you uh would you uh, please explain to us um who you are? Okay. Well, I am Ryan Knopp. Uh I played hockey for like my whole life. Uh, I played throughout high school um, and I've just been watching the game since I was like as long as I can remember. So, and it's kind of been like my main sport. Like that's just what I just, that's just what I watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a hockey guy. What can I say? So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I bring to the table, I guess you could say. For sure. And, uh, you know, I was just saying that's kind of what what I've what I've needed here, um, because we haven't had anybody who knows too much about hockey. And so yeah. to to have you on to kind of refresh us, because we are almost to the to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, things are starting to heat up and there's some teams that are in it, some teams that are not, um, including the Blues now just it's been eliminated. Terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Uh, horrible. Well, but before that, uh, before we get into some of the league, um, I, I want to ask you who like because you were one of my favorite players to watch in high school because you were just uh, you're a very physical player. So <laughs> that being said, who who would be your player comparison in the NHL? Man, my player comparison in the NHL. Um, you know, for a while I don't know if you remember um, or if you've heard of him, but his name was Dustin Bufflin. He I know he, Bufflin. Yeah, he had an unfortunate ending to his career. He, but uh, he, I've always, I like, I would, he had like a YouTube channel and he would, <laughs> he would be like, this is how you hit. Like, he's literally on YouTube. He's how I learned how to body check. And like, throughout high school, like, a lot of people would ask me, like, where, how did you learn to hit? Cause like, they don't really, like, we don't really focus on that. I gotcha. Hey, and like practice, like there is no like hitting drill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So kind of just like you either had it or you didn't, or you did it, or you did it, or you didn't. So like, I would say like, he, he was huge. Like he was like six, six, like 300 pounds. So not necessarily as tall, but as far as like the way that I play, definitely Dustin Bufflin. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, not the size and nobody really is as big as that <laughs> guy. I mean, he's yeah. an anomaly for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's crazy. Yeah. So that that's I, I remember watching him play, um, and he su- he was such a physical player. Somebody that I I thought of that was like that I thought kind of when you played is um, like you were like a more skilled version of Ryan Reeves. Uh, yeah, I thought Ryan Reeves was one of my favorite players to watch as well. He's, he's and, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Reeves, Reeves always liked to mix it up, and he's one of my favorite all-time blues players. Uh, he's been scoring some goals this year. Like, yeah. Like, he's got, like, three or four, which is for an NHL. The NHL these days is not good, but yeah. he's not on the team to score goals. You know what I mean? So, right. For him, that's that's pretty good. That's not <laughs> right. bad. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's actually – that's a really good compliment. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, Unfortunately, my senior year, I didn't get to fight too much. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I had another question, but um, with the fighting, um, so what is the what is the rule like is is fighting like, especially in, in the high school game? I know it's a club sport, but like with the high school rules, are you allowed to fight or no? Mm, no. So like it is it is. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to fight. So like if you like you could get away with throwing a punch in a high school game, like even even a few like mm-hmm. they'll let you fight. But like, if you take your helmet off and drop the gloves and start swinging, both of you are getting a, a sussy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you're not. I gotcha. You're getting suspended. So it, fighting. If you ever saw a kid get his helmet taken off, you know shit was going down. Right. Which I've only seen that happen once. Okay. And, uh, so and that's usually just when somebody hits the goalie or something, and that's just what you got to do. It's just kind of like how it goes, right. no matter what level you're playing at. But no, in high school, you're they do not encourage fighting of any any matter. I got you. On the NHL, have you heard about that? In- I I heard a little bit of that. Could you go through that? Well, so right now the QMJHL. I don't know if you're familiar, but like as far as like junior hockey goes, so like in the NHL, like you the prospect pool of like where you get like where you get rookies and stuff. There's the NCAA, but then there's also this other league in Canada called the CHL. And in the CHL, it consists of the OHL, the WHL, and the QMJHL. And, okay. and so it's just different um, areas of Canada. Mm-hmm. And the QMJHL was like, that's like the Quebec area. They completely, they're done. No, no fighting for them. Wow. And so a lot of people have been talking like, that's, that's stupid. Like, it, that it's nice. really stupid. Because it's like, unless the NHL stops fighting, all these guys, I, I'm going to say kids, they're old, they're better than me i don't mean any disrespect by saying right. kids these kids that are playing in that league are going to then develop into the nhl and be getting their asses kicked because <laughs> right. they learn how to fight you know what i mean like, <laughs> right like, that's like even like the ushl which is like that's where guys that are in high school and like a little older go before they play in the ncaa okay um they can fight and they're mm. younger than not younger but like you know they're the same level as those QMJHL guys and, and now they're not allowed to fight. So I personally think it's stupid. I think a lot of people would agree with me, yeah. but that there is the, the worry, if you will, that there will not be fighting in the NHL one day. Well, well, my thing is with it is that there's two aspects to it. Like there's obviously the entertainment aspect, like when, whenever there's two people fighting on the ice um, it, it's like, it's, it's very hyped. Um, especially yeah. like my favorite videos are like of the goalies fighting. Those yeah, are the best. Yeah. Um, it does brings a entertainment. It's so entertaining. Yeah, and then the other aspect is that it's like strategic. Like if you if you are trying to um get a, get in the guy's head um to like drop the gloves and fight with him, get him off the ice is like I think it's something that a lot of teams try to do, and oh, it's yeah. like um what what do they call those guys? Uh, enforcers. Enforcers. That's right. Enforcers. Yes. Yeah. Um, enforcers are like, that's basically their job. And if, if fighting isn't in the NHL, um, what, right. what they have to do is like not really there anymore. Ryan Reeves does not have a job. 
right, right. <laughs> that's just that's just a fact like and and it's important because it also like polices the game mm-hmm. like you see i would say now i'm not i don't watch a ton of baseball i don't watch a ton of basketball but like you could tell they want to punch each other in the face. They just oh, yeah. can't, like, they don't want to get that $50,000 fine or however game suspension it is, but it polices the game. It allows for that other shit to like not happen. Because mm-hmm. one thing you'll also see about hockey is it's all respect after you're done. Most of the time, sometimes guys really do hate each other. Yeah. But after you punch a guy in the face, it's all respect. You sometimes you'll shake their hand and it, it's cool. And I think even, and and I would say that that's the case for all levels, like even in high school, after you blow a dude up, or even if you punch him in the face, like after the game, you shake their hand, you know what I mean? Like you're all, you're doing it for the same reason. You're just playing the game. Those guys are getting paid. So it's on a higher scale, but it's all, it's all respect. And it's, I think it's better for the game, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point about policing the game. I didn't think of it in that way, but like, it's very true. Like if, if somebody goes up and like, just not like hits your guy in the face in basketball, if you go up and hit hit him back, you could get fined just for like protecting your teammate. Right. Right. Which is just, it's dumb. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to think, I guess like, I want to say soccer, but I feel like that's probably not the best example. Maybe like a dirty, like slide tackle. And then somebody like, yeah. Hockey, if that were to happen, you could just go up and rock that guy in the face usually. Right. And then it's over with. Right. There's no, like after you fight, like what more can you do? You know, you know what I mean? There's not much more you want to do after you punch a dude in the face five times. Right. So it's like, and then it's over with, you keep playing the game to where in any other sport you're, you're probably, that could take you so out of the game. Like mm-hmm. in, you're so worried about getting back that one guy to where it's like, you could just squash that shit right there. Fight them. It's over with, get back to the game. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't understand. I think it's a lot of, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. Obviously there's gotta be some softies out there somewhere that are just like no fighting. It's bad. I think it's an influence thing. People don't want their kids watching other people fight, but like, it's just like, to me, it's like, why wouldn't you teach them the point of it rather than just being like fighting? Like fighting is not always a bad thing in my opinion. And I'm sure like in the, in the youth leagues, you don't see it as much as you do in the NHL, obviously, because the kids are just trying to play. Right. for sure and so right. it probably rarely happens and then um if parents still care once you get to the nhl that's an issue you know that's like <laughs> yeah. at that point they're grown-ass men like yeah. come on and 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 you also bring up a good point like the youth level is like with all due respect to <laughs> ryan reeves but nobody looks at ryan reasons like that's what i want to be when i grow up you know what i mean like he's playing the nhl so that's something but everybody's looking at the Connor mcdavid's the nathan mckinnon's the austin matthews the guys that are scoring goals and making those crazy passes they're not they're not worried about fighting so it's like that's that's who you're trying to emulate and i don't know where the whole like influence of the fighting is it's just it's been a part of the game so it's just always gonna be but yeah yeah no that's i think we i think we broke it down well i i want to switch pages to to the nhl um in general who who is your favorite player right now to watch my favorite player right now to watch i've i mean other than Connor mcdavid if i had to say because he's 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 on another level he's 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 playing on rookie mode right now right i would say nathan mckinnon okay he's he got he was hurt for a little bit but what he does is so crazy like he plays a different kind of game 
than I think any other like star, like all-star athlete. Like, you know, you got all-stars in the NHL and really any sport. And then you got those guys that are just like a step above. Yeah. And he's one of those step above hockey players that play my favorite kind of game. Like he will dangle your entire team. He'll make you look like a cone. Yeah. And then he'll go fight a guy. Like that's like, that's he's sick. like the overall, he's just the definition of a hockey player. Like he's so skilled and he's so tough that it's just like, he's so fun to watch and he's fast as shit too. Yeah. So it's like, he's, if you ever, if you ever watch the avalanche play, like it's hard not to notice him. Like he's just so dominant. Yeah. Because he plays on the avalanche, I don't catch much of him, but mm-hmm. I I've seen highlights and stuff on sports center of him. And I recognize his name, of course. And uh, some of the things that he does, it, it is like McDavid like, and then there's other things that he, he does that McDavid can't do, which like, is what you're saying, like get physical and yeah. yes, he's, yeah. he's unreal. And That's, I mean, yeah. yeah. And his team is, he, in my opinion, his team is not very good. Like he, they were, they were not doing shit when he was hurt. They have Miko Rantanen, who's a stud, mm-hmm. but and then they also got Kale McCarr, who's the best defenseman in the NHL. But with with he just adds that extra aspect. Like without him, they're not they're a wild card team, if that. And then on the team, they're they're division favorite. Right. So it's interesting. Like okay. Just that one. So he one he's guy. like an MVP type caliber player. For sure. If he can play yeah. a whole season, he's an MVP. Okay. No, does he have uh you say if he can play the whole season? I mean, does he have like injury issues? Is he known for getting hurt a lot? This, this year was the first year that he had a significant issue with injuries. Like he in the beginning of the year, I think he broke his hand. Okay. And then he came back. And then I don't know that they ever disclosed the injury because the NHL is weird about that. Like they won't tell you what happened because they don't want other players to like target that injury. Ah, okay. Like, so unless for whatever reason that injury gets leaked out, you typically don't know exactly what's wrong. Um, but so I don't think they didn't disclose his most recent injury, but he was gone for a couple months. Like he missed probably the whole, like, I think he hasn't played like 30 or 40 games. So that, there's 82 games in a season. So that's a little over half. So, yeah. Um, but he's still so dominant. Like he just brings a different aspect of the game to their team. And it's just, He's really awesome to watch. He looks to be on another level. He really does. Yeah. Um, and there's few guys that are like that in the league that you see, you see them play and you're like, um, is there like a league above this that they could be playing in? Because <laughs> that's really what it is. It's yeah. like he is in that separate. He's like in his own league within the league. And there's a, there's only there's a handful of them, but it's really it's amazing being even watching them in person because. I haven't gone to too many blues games this year, mm-hmm. but like when I do and they're playing the avalanche, I don't even give a shit about anybody on the blues. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so um, crazy. So your favorite team, your favorite team is the blues, right? hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite player before we uh, go to the blues is uh Cairo. I love watching yeah. Cairo play. He's, he's my guy. And, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been to too many Blues games um, either, but when I go, I, whenever 25 is on the ice, I'm always watching what he's doing because he he is so fast and um, yeah. he has some moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has some moves that not a lot of people can do. Um, he can he can shred guys just like uh, just like McDavid can. Maybe not to the extent that he can, but 
<laughs> I, I I assume that as his career progresses, he'll just get more skilled and he has all the talent in the world. It's uh, I hope that we can build around him. I do. Yeah, that's the goal. Did you see that clip of him and Barubi barking at each other, though? Uh, I think I missed that. I think I missed you, that. Look, it's I don't know where I saw it. I think I, I saw it somewhere on Instagram. But uh, when we were playing Nashville, I mean, we were getting whooped. Yeah. It was like six to one going or he was like five to one going into the third. Yeah. And the camera panned on him and Barubi just absolutely screaming at each other on the bench. <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's a disconnect going on there somewhere. So, yeah. Well, you know, I, I tend to side with Cairo. I mean, that's, <laughs> I, that's, that's just me, but um, I mean, that being said, the blues, the blues continue to win games every once in a while. Do Do you think that, does that annoy you? Cause to me, it kind of annoys me because I feel like they should either go full tank or they should actually like be trying harder to win games. It's just like in a very confusing spot that we're in right now. Well, four games ago, I would have told you, yeah, just keep trying to lose. Right. Because that Bedard. I mean, I don't know if you've watched him at all. He's stupid. Good. Yeah. Um, And he's only like 16, 17 years old, but uh, it's so, it is so weird. I don't, not a lot of teams or coaches will tell their players to tank. Mm. You might hear, I don't know. I think tanking is like, I don't know. Obviously teams are going to tank. Like if you're in that bottom 10, I would say those teams are, I'm not, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Um, I, I don't know that you can, like tanking. It's like one of those weird things where it's like, you're going to have, some players like that are your studs. Like I can't imagine guys like Thomas and Cairo and those guys wanting to lose. You know what I mean? Like they're playing at that level. Like they want, they just have that drive to win. Yeah. But from like the outside perspective, from the fan perspective and probably the manager perspective, it's like, yeah, lose games. Like you want to win that, that one guy And this yeah. entire draft class is amazing, but I would, yeah, it's like, obviously I want them to tank because winning at this point is doing what? Like, I don't even think, well, now, like I said, four games ago, I would have said, keep tanking, but now we won those like two games, pushed us up. So now we're further away from that first overall pick and we're, we're not in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's Yeah. I mean, at this point, uh, I think we, I mean, we just uh, kind of play it out. We, we keep the, um, the issue, the, the other issue with tanking and uh, tanking is like an interesting thing, even across all sports right? is, um, is like with the tanking, it, it's so tough. Cause like, um, like I, I know like last year when the Lakers missed the playoffs, there was talk about them tanking to get a better draft pick. Like, how are you going to tell LeBron James to tank games and like attention? That's what I mean. Uh, like yeah. lose games yeah it's just like um it's like uh um i, I, I want to put this i don't know like i can't picture a a um you know like a hockey coach i can't i can't picture him going into a locker room and saying um yeah, yeah let's try it? to lose let's try to lose this one tonight like let everything go up and they go to war every game and you do not want to go out and lose all those wars it's just uh that's one it's, of those things to me that it doesn't make sense And and, yeah, and that's why it's so weird because it's like, yeah, you want to lose and like, and and it's only, I feel like this topic only comes up on years where the draft class is really good or that first pick is really good. 
Cause it's like, now it's like, Oh man, like we are not good enough to win the Stanley cup. Like you usually going in the playoffs, you know, these are our Stanley cup teams. You'll have an underdog there, but the blues in my mind are at the point where it's like, we're up. Well now we're statistically, we can't win the cup, but again, four <laughs> games ago, it's like, we're probably not winning the cup. Even if we mm. went out we'll be in a wild card spot and we'll get our asses whooped once we get to Edmonton, For sure. if that even could happen. So it's like, it's like your best chance is just to go for that lottery pick. Like, it's like that's your best opportunity to win in, in the future. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I don't think that we're going to get them. Like, it's just because they have this new lottery system where it's like the dead last team gets 25% chance of getting him. And then yeah. every other team has like 13 so it's like so it just intensifies the tanking, you know. That's right. Uh, that sort of right. thing. It's just yeah. And but I think last place right now is Arizona, maybe Chicago. Hmm. And it's like you look at their roster versus our roster, and they're that we are so much better than them. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah, but, that's uh, another thing. Like with with us, like trying to tank with with the because we still have a lot of talent on our roster. I mean, we we still yeah. have guys that can play. And uh, and. Yeah, before I, this season, I thought we were going to make playoffs. I was like, there's no reason why we couldn't. You yeah. know what I mean? And then at the deadline, we're losing O'Reilly, we're losing Tarasenko, and which that was a whole It was shit. just uh, the, the start of the season was hor- like just a horrible start to the season. Just terrible. 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 Yeah. yeah uh, I, don't... I was going to say with the basketball, sorry to cut you off, um, with, with Bedard going first um, this next year, it's like clear he's going first, right? I mean, that's like – pretty um well basketball has a, si- a similar thing i don't know if you've seen him uh victor Wembanyama. i've heard he, of him yeah he's he's seven four and he plays pretty much like kevin Durant. he's just taller uh yeah. and I'll, I'll i'll pull up a clip right now of him this is him shooting a three a step back three-pointer okay he misses and then he puts it back gets his own rebound he, he puts back his own rebound he's seven four he's over everybody it's like he's yeah. putting on a little tight suit. It is like <laughs> it is the most impressive thing ever. It's it really is. And um, so they have a similar thing there. And like teams like the Rockets and uh, and I want to say uh, teams like the Spurs, just horrible teams, are just in full tank mode, just losing every single game, trying to get this kid. And uh, the lottery, they, like, is it clear? What's up? Like, whenever you watch those games, is it like straight up? Like they just look like their coaches telling them yeah well, well the rockets are bad to begin with the rockets have a lot of aau guys and what mm-hmm. i mean by that is they give um they give all their they have a bunch of guards that just play on the court and they give them the ball and say fuck it do something and okay. so you'll see them like try to do step backs and it's just like a it's 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 like that they're they have like the youngest roster on average i think the rockets like they're all basically rookies g league guys and um, yeah, they purposely put on G League guys to lose the game. Mm-hmm. They they signed John Wall, or they traded for John Wall, and John Wall held out for them for like a year. Didn't play basketball, so their best player wasn't even playing for an entire year. Yeah, and, uh, that's just been the thing with the Rockets ever since they lost James Harden. They haven't even been a team. So yeah, that was my basketball bit. Anyway, I just wanted to kind of parallel Bedard and and Wembenyama. They're in the same kind of thing, right? Where teams are just like your best option is to lose games. Right. But it's it's just hard. It's weird, especially when you have such talented guys that are like, how are you supposed to tell those guys to not go and try and win? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, so we can move elsewhere in the league. Um, the Canucks just got eliminated as well. I don't know. That's not really that big of a deal. But um, in, in your opinion, who is your who is your favorite from either conference? What, what teams are you looking at that you're like, they're going to be a tough team to beat? The Devils, dude. The Devils. Mm. I'm on the Devils wagon. And I've okay. said this to a few people. I think Jack Hughes is a, is a stud. He's an absolute stud. They're, Dougie Hamilton, he's kind of a sleeper. He's an older defenseman, but he's good, dude. He's so yeah. smart with the puck. Like, I've been watching them. I think I've watched their past, like, seven or eight games. And, like, they're just so good. And they've got goalie depth. Like, I don't think any other team's got a better depth goaltending-wise. They got this Mackenzie Black, Blackwood guy. Mm. He's on, dude. He's on. And, yeah. uh, and, and I don't even know that he's their dead starter. They've got – um. This guy, his name's like Kachuk or something. He's Czech guy. He's Kachuk. Yeah, Kachuk. Kachuk, yeah. They call him Cooch. That's That's funny. Uh, But they're so good. And they they just traded for a guy from the Sharks. What's his name? I'm blanking. Timu Meyer. They Mm. just got him. Um, And Nico Heischer. Like, they're, they're, they're like... They're not like the most flashy team in the world. Right. But like, I seriously think that they'll do some damage. They're probably going to play New York in the first round. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I, I, dude, I think they're going to, that's my, that's my so bad. Do you think they're better than the Rangers? I think they are. I think they can be ah. the Rangers, dude. They, they, they made some blockbuster moves, right? Like they've been all up in the news, all in sports media. It doesn't matter if you don't even watch hockey. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't watch hockey that much. And, like, from the social media point of view, you would think that the Rangers are the best team in the entire right. league. Right. Yeah. They got Patrick Kane. They traded for Tarasenko. They already had Artemi Panarin. They've got mm-hmm. crazy center depth. But if you watch them play, like, if you know anything about hockey, you, you if you know anything about sports, they've yeah. got, like, no chemistry. It's, like, mm-hmm. not working. It's like not working at all. I don't know how it is in the locker room. I don't know what what the coaching aspect is like, but they look so like they just look so mid. Like mm. like it's just like even with those studs, it's like they just don't look great. I think that I think they're gonna buckle in seven. I think it'll go. It'll be a good series, but I don't think that they're gonna make. I would love to see that. I would definitely watch those games. I even oh, yeah. like with the Blues not being involved, not having a horse in the race. I would love to to, to right. see that. And that's that's fun for me too. It's like obviously I'm gonna like, I'm like just hard slamming on the Blues. I'm like Blues mm-hmm. are winning it all. Like I can't not say that the Blues are gonna win it all, even if I know that they're not gonna win. But it's like right. now with them not in it, it's like I can just look at every team with like really no skin in it, other than the fact that I'm like putting all my chips in on new jersey right. but that it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun for um sure. so so you like the devils in the in the uh in the east yep and then okay. west it's i i have to lock down on edmonton i feel like it's not not close they're gonna probably play colorado in the western conference and i think mcdavid's gonna get his first shot for a cup yeah i'm i'm gonna go a different way um than you are and i'm just gonna I'm looking at it with a full scope of things. I like the Bruins, yeah. man. The Bruins are the Bruins are crazy, and I hate the Bruins. I do. I hate them too. I, I hate, hate everybody they on are, the Bruins. They are good though, dude. 
they, they are so good this year. Uh, they've won nine of their last 10. They look freakishly good. Um, so I like them in the East. I, I think the, um, the lightning are going to give them a run for the money. I mean, they always do with the lightning. It's been great. The and, East is um, crazy. Yeah. You really, you really can't go wrong with a pick in the East. Yeah. So I, I think I have uh Bruins or lightning. Those would be my two that I would, that I would pick. Um, and then moving to the West. Um, yeah. I mean, with what you were saying, I like the avalanche dude. I, I think the avalanche are, are a pretty good team. Um, they're only Vegas, Vegas looks great. Vegas looks really good. And uh, the Kings do too, but I'm going to take the Oilers just like you did. I, I really like them. Yeah. And honestly, like looking at the standings are always weird for hockey. Like I feel like in other sports, you can usually look at the standings and get an okay idea of what's going to happen. But hockey's so weird like that. Like the golden, I would take Edmonton over the golden Knights any day of the week. I really hmm. would. I just think it comes down to like, it comes down to goaltending. Like, Edmonton really doesn't have a reliable goalie. I think Stuart Skinner is their starter right now, and he's yeah. good, but he's just not great. You know what I mean? You're talking about the Oilers or the uh, – yeah. sorry. Okay. The Oilers. Yeah. And so by that sense, the Golden Knights score more goals. But when you've got – when you've got Edmonton – or when you've got McDavid and Dreisaitl on yeah. Edmonton, if you get a penalty on their power play, it's game over. I think I think they're like – let me look. They're like they've got the best power play in the league, but I want to know their percentage. But it's just like so crazy how good these two guys are in the NHL. It's like by the way, I'm gonna go out on the limb and I'm gonna say that the NHL has the best names for teams in all of sports. I really do. <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, the only the only like I guess the only thing that I would give a run for their money is the MLB. I love some of the MLB names, but yeah. like you want to talk about like senators. That is just a great name. <laughs> uh, Penguins is great. Um, like blue jackets. And I love that logo with the blue jackets. It's just yeah. like um, golden Knights is the only one that really doesn't even fit. It just, that's the one that's like, it doesn't roll off the tongue for no. me. I don't like it either. Flames is sweet. Flames is sweet. Yeah. Anyway. I, I liked the Kraken. A lot of people did not like the name. I like the Kraken. I like it. I like the Kraken. They call yeah, their fans like the Crackheads. <laughs> well, the Kraken looked uh they looked pretty good this year. I mean the crack yeah, dude. And that was a crazy thing too. Is like yeah. they I mean the Golden Knights, they they obviously had that best expansion season. I think they went to the finals in like their expansion year. Yeah, they I mean they were ridiculous from the start. But but they're the Kraken are good, dude. They're they've got like they've got depth. Like they've got like guys that you don't really think about that are scoring goals. Like Yanni Gord, he's like you've probably never even heard of him. Like he, I forget about him. And then yeah. next thing you know, he's scored a hat trick. I'm like, whoa, shit. Yeah, interesting. Guy. Yeah, so it's yeah, the West just isn't as like stacked as the East, in my opinion. Like you've got guys. Let's see here. So. In third place, you've got 101 points. You go to the east, or the that's in the east. A third place division team has 101 points. You go to the west, the stars have 98 points. <laughs> they're first yeah, they're, place. They're, they're winning the central. The, uh, and they're winning the central. So it's yeah. like the east is just so crazy right now. And 
it's like it's so fun to watch in the west it's the, it's the opposite sorry to cut you off but it's the opposite in the nba the the west is the is the conference with all the teams that so they've got yeah. uh golden state the suns um i can go through the other ones like nuggets stuff like that that they're they're winning a lot of games and yeah. um and the east they, they pretty much have bucks and celtics and that's all it's been for the last like five years so yeah, that's it's a similar thing for sure. The NBA for me, it's like kind of hard. I feel like to watch the regular season. Oh, I, I don't watch the regular season. I really don't. Yeah. No, it's I it's really hard don't. for me because I feel like they're not trying, and it's like they they don't really play defense. That's why, like for me, like the uh, March Madness is like such a relief to watch. Oh, it's basketball. great. I don't watch basketball until the NBA playoffs when these guys start actually doing what they're worth. Mm-hmm. and then you watch college and then it's like these guys are playing for their for their lives you know what i mean they're trying to yeah. make this their career the breakdown of what i watch i watch uh i watch the blues occasionally and then when it comes to playoff time i'm I'm hard in on the blues um cardinals kind of the same same way with the blues i watch a little bit more cardinals i would mm-hmm. say and then like i watch everything mizzou um especially like the football and the basketball I like I don't miss a game of that for sure, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then everything golf. I watch pretty much everything golf. Um, yeah, talking golf, we we we'll do a little bit of golf, and then um, sure. and uh, because the Masters is coming up, you know, the yeah. Masters is is this coming weekend, and Very once exciting. this podcast drops, it'll actually be just after. So, um, we we are not making this podcast after the Masters. We're making predictions right now. So if one of us is right. Then give yeah. us our credit. Um, anyway, I, I know that you're not huge into pro golf, but I know you know some of the top guys. So based on what you've seen, who do you like for, for this year's Masters? I mean, like. You can go look at the odds if you want to. Yeah, well, no. So like just off the top, like. Off Scotty- the top. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler is five to one right now. He is. That's what I mean. Like that. That's obviously the first person I thought of, but I hate doing that because it's like he's just uh, he's just the best. Like he's number. Like isn't he number one? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, him and Rom have been alternating, but he's been number one pretty much the whole time, uh, especially this year and last year. Who's the Who's the um? I was watching him a little bit. Who's the the Norwegian guy? Is it Holland? Holland? Oh, yeah. Ho- um, Hovland. Victor Hovland. Victor. Victor. I know that's yeah. his first. I like him. Is he in it? Uh, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's usually towards the top, and he's he's won uh this year, I believe. Yeah. Here, let me let me let's see. Yeah, he's he's looking good. I was watching him, and I always get him mixed up with that soccer player Holland, because there's also a soccer player that's a stud. His name's Holland. Yeah, this guy ninth in the PGA Tour. So. Yeah, he he's plus thirty nine hundred. So nice. That's that's those are good odds. He he's plus one twenty five to be top twenty, which is really good. I mean, I mean, he's expected to be up there. And so Victor Hovland's not a bad pick. I'm gonna go uh, a oh. different way, and and neither of us have a a top guy winning, which is good. I think predicting long shots is more fun. And I'm gonna go with Max Homa. I love Max Homa. He's he's my guy. Um, he plays like. Uh, he plays with like the guys I watch on YouTube, like uh, Bob does sports that yeah. I watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Soma's like he's just like a for the boys type of guy. He's twenty to one, and he's been playing really good golf lately. And so, 
I think he's he's prepped. He he uh, played a practice round with Justin Thomas the other day, and yeah. um, he was looking fresh uh, walking through Augusta National. And he, he's my pick. I think he's he's a fantastic putter. You won't find a better wedge player than him, and he can hit the ball far away. So Max Homa is my pick. Max Homa. All right. Um, Let me. I want to ask you your opinion on what 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 do you think about Ricky Fowler? I was a big Ricky Fowler guy a few years ago. Yeah, so ago. Ricky isn't in the Masters this year. Um, Did he not? Uh, well, he, he he hasn't placed well enough recently. And R- Ricky tries to pick and choose what uh, what he plays, just like all the other big guys do. The thing with Ricky is um, I, I root for Ricky a lot. I, I love Ricky. He's he's one of my favorites. Like um, Growing up, my, my, my dad would always have golf on and – Ricky would be my favorite because he'd have the most outlandish shit on when he was the playing. Orange. The yeah. all orange, dude. That's why I love him. I he's awesome. Yeah, he he um he, he inspired like I know so many kids who like I even played high school golf against some kid and uh he was wearing like some outrageous outfit. And I said, uh I asked him why he was wearing it. And he was like, Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be like Ricky, you know, like he <laughs> like that was a really outlandish example and like um that you know it, but it's it just like goes to explain how much ricky has done for the game and he, he's kind of like he's tiger like in the sense that he um he like uh what's he's he inspires people like he yeah. um and by the way one of the drippiest golfers ever like he has so much swag whenever he's playing and he hits some sexy shots i know he had, uh, had a hole in one just a little bit ago but yeah. uh but yeah, I mean, I I love Ricky, and he he's had one of my 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 ooh, one of my favorite swings, one of my favorite games. Um, and he looks to be making a comeback. He had a he he's been placing pretty well in the last few tournaments, and so he's out he's out on the Masters. But I think that um in this coming year we could see him up on some leaderboards. I do. Yeah. Whatever happened to Kepka? Yeah, I've got so, a funny hockey story about him. Yeah. Um he spotted. Whatever <laughs> happened to him. So Brooks Kepka had a little bit of a uh, like a little bit of a, of a rift where he didn't really win anything. Um and he, he was close, but he just couldn't really get it done on the weekends whenever he would make cuts. Mm-hmm. And uh it was so weird because he won four majors just like that. And it was it was pretty much Brooks PGA for a while. He was the number one player. He was all you heard about. Yeah. Yeah, and he got he got four majors in like two years, something like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, he, he was he was hitting the ball a long way. Obviously, he had all the stuff with uh, Bryson, and they had their match and stuff. And then Brooke, uh, Bryson and Brooks, both of them actually ended up signing with Live Golf, so they're no longer with the PGA Tour. They What's are mean? Live, Live Golf. Go- yeah, li- yeah. So I can go in on this too because I know some people don't know about it. Um, basically, the PGA is is like kind of like i don't know it's kind of like under fire right now because they don't offer players contracts um Mm. basically you only get money by playing golf if you win tournaments or if you like place in tournaments um and as you place better you get more money obviously so um the pga themselves don't actually pay players any money and so they get they get all this revenue off of the players the players like have restrictions on what they can do online and stuff like that and um and like the live golf is basically a new league that a former pga player um 
uh, what's his name, Norman, uh, Greg Norman, Greg Norman created, and uh, Greg Norman was a great golfer for a while, great golfer on the PGA. Anyway, he made he made Live Golf, and he he was backed by it's a it's a um, Saudi Arabian backed league, which means okay. that. Um, it's like the government of Saudi Arabia. And so they have all of this oil money, crazy amounts of money that they're just dishing out at people. Yeah. Uh, they offered uh, Tiger Woods close to a billion dollars uh, to come play. Yeah. It's like, it's like astronomical amounts of money. Let me look at uh He said no. Yeah. He said no to it because, um, you know, there's, there's some reports that like the, the Saudi money is like blood money. And, um, you know, there's all the stuff with like nine 11 and right. uh, it, it's, it's a whole big thing, live golf. And I, I'm surprised, frankly, that you haven't heard of it. Cause it's, it was the biggest story in, um, in golf and for like an entire year. Uh, and, I recognize the logo, but I've never like acknowledged it. Yeah. So let me go into like some of the contracts these guys have to my knowledge. I think Phil Mickelson might have the biggest one. Um, yeah, so I think how much is Phil? Um, yeah, so Phil 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 Mickelson signed a two hundred million dollar contract with them. Um, mind you, this is their first year, so it's right. pretty much just coming straight out of the pockets of Saudi Arabia. Right. And um, you know the, really... the 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 term that they use is called um sports uh, uh sports washing, where you like pay for a league and then everybody's looking at the league and they're ignoring what you're what else you're doing with your money which mm -hmm. is like um horrific things like uh you know human trafficking stuff like that so right. whether that stuff is happening or not and um it like that that's the reason that live golf is so controversial and some of the top guys like uh dustin johnson uh, brooks kepka uh bryson um, who else? Bubba Watson, Ian Poulter, all of these guys have left for live golf for, um, and you, you pretty much make the move to live when you feel like you're not going to win anymore and you can just get this money. Now, the difference between live and the PGA is live is only if only three day tournaments. So you play 54 holes as opposed to 72 holes and oh. the tournaments are every, uh, every other week. So there, there would be a tournament this week and then not next weekend, but the next it'd be another one. So hmm. you're playing less and you're making more money. So for the guys who left, they're like, why wouldn't you do this? You're right. playing less and making more. And so that's the huge debate is yes, you're making more, but how ethical is it? You know, how, um, how, how, how is it morally? That's why the P uh, the live is, is under scrutiny and the players right. who have left for it. Yeah. And I guess it would also make sense. The politics aside, I guess, is like, I guess you have, from my understanding, a guaranteed paycheck. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. guaranteed. So every every event still has a payout. And okay. um, so top top spot in most of the tournaments gets around $4 million, which is still crazy. And right. then everybody else, it works up. But there's only, there's no cuts. And there's um, like, uh, how much is it? It's like either 48 or 54 man uh pools so like um i don't know if you know like with the pga it starts off with over 100 guys in every field and yep. then after the cut there's like half of those guys left right so um 
with the live, it, it's you play the all three days, no yeah. matter if you're plus twenty or um, you know ten under and and win. Yeah. Okay. How do you can you like can you watch that? Is that like on ESPN or? Like, yeah, they just so they just signed a uh, TV contract, their first uh, TV contract, and they're on the CW network. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look up what else would be on there that you might know. Let's see. That's interesting. So, so then why would guys like Scotty Scheffler and those guys that are like at the top of the PGA right now, why would they not go to live? Like what, what do you think they're so reading? Most of the top guys have been offered. And the reason is because um, the live is kind of viewed as an exhibition league to where like, because you're already getting paid, what is there to play for? Is basically like a lot of the guys reasoning. If you stay with the PGA, you save your legacy. You're still competing every single week. There's like more competition. Plus, um, as of right now, there's still more talent with the PGA. They still have Justin right. Thomas. They still have Rory. They still have all these guys. Um, and that's another headline to look for in this this uh, this coming Masters because there is the divide between the two leagues, and so. Uh, the Masters has allowed live players to play in the tournaments. Another thing is like from majors to majors, some live players aren't allowed to play in the majors because of um, because there isn't like world golf rankings yet for live. And so um, that's something else to look for is like how how will the live players fare while playing amongst the PGA players, and will right. it be? Um, you know, will it, will it be tense? Will there be tension between the players? It's like, it's pretty interesting going into it. Pretty interesting. Sounds like it's going to be fun. It makes it, yeah, it adds, it adds an accident. <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's a little drama there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Going back on Brooks Kepka. Yeah. And kind of touching back into the hockey world. So he, this was, I don't know who they were playing. This was a couple of weeks ago. So he, Brooks Kepka was in the stands, just like the lower bowl as a spectator at mm-hmm. the Florida Panthers game in Florida. And he was wearing like a jumpsuit. He was wearing a jumpsuit and, and was holding a cone over his head. I'm going to try and see if I can find a picture. And he was like yelling at, at Aaron Ekblad, who is a stud defenseman on yeah. the, panthers very popular name and was like caught like just dogging him saying calling him a bitch saying you're a cone which whenever you call a defenseman a cone it's a very it's a very big insult yeah (laughs) so he's going at him i'm gonna see if i can find a picture yeah find a picture of that absolutely going at him in front of everybody um yeah here we go that's the first thing brooks kepka at panthers game that's crazy. I've never heard of this. Yeah, right? Right there. He's <laughs> holding the cone, which how he even got a cone, how he even got a cone in there is like still unsolved. But he's just like, he's just like under fire. Like everybody's calling him a tool. And 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 then he called the Panthers the Peas. He's like, I'm a big Peas fan. Like nobody calls the Panthers the Peas. <laughs> just super, like super weird. And He's just and uh super weird. And before Aaron Eckblad was interviewed about it, everybody was just like, "Oh, they're buddies." Like you know, he's just he's just being 
being a dude. You know what I mean? Right. And some people are like, why would he do that? Why would he do that to his buddy? Why would he heckle his buddy like that? And uh, but that's what they wrote it off was. But then a few days later, like so the NHL will do like team media days where like every player will get interviewed. They do post-game interviews in mm-hmm. the locker room, but there will be like a media day for in in the NHL. And like they talked to Aaron Ekblad and was like, uh, what was up with Brooks Kepka? Are are you guys are you guys friends? And he goes, Aaron Ekblad said, He is not my friend and he will never be my friend. Like, <laughs> straight up. Just said it. Like and with like a straight face like no oh. shit and i was like oh damn so that like, is great. I'm, I'm like so curious i'm like what went down or how they even know each other because like i don't know it was so funny though brooks is a very weird guy he's a very well, weird they, person they do not like him and nhl fans they don't like him he's, he's a very weird person and he's, he's done stuff like that before that's just like you can't really explain it it's very weird um that, that going off of him chirping that I want to hear um maybe like the I want to hear the top chirps that you've ever heard while playing hockey and <laughs> this isn't this is not a PG podcast so you can say what I, I mean to an extent I mean we can't sure sure yeah sure um I would say some foul things dude <laughs> well I, not necessarily that you've said we, we don't have to self-incriminate you but sure 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 maybe um, that you've heard that I've heard. Oh, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, no. I like thinking about this kind of stuff. I'm trying to think. I can even. I can't. I can't think of what he said. But you know who was really good at chirping was Tyler Catalano. Ah, that, that, that dude. Yeah. That dude could chirp. Now the only reason why I'd ever be on the ice with him is <laughs> why he was while he was playing high school for a little bit. But that dude could chirp. Yeah. Um. Just like a bit, like a lot of what you'd see as far as in a high school game, it'd be like those guys that are wearing the AAA Blues logo on their uh, on their helmet, and a big one would be like, "Where'd you buy your stickers? <laughs> like, where'd you buy those? Are those on your helmet? Like, where'd you get oh, those?" That's great. That was a f- funny one for me. Like, I wasn't ever really that great. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I was not a like. I got all the attention that I did my senior year you know mm. what I mean because my junior year I was still hitting people like I got really confident my junior year but it was COVID so nobody came yeah. so it's kind of my senior year was really whenever everybody started seeing me hit all the time my freshman and sophomore year I was terrible dude like I never played I was not good well would you tell the would you tell the faithful what what you're really your real shining moment why why everybody was really like that guy's a badass so I would say my 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 rise to fame, if you will, came very early, very early on. I think it might have been our first game, first or second game of the year, where uh what was his name? I can't remember his name. Who I who I but anyway, yeah, he came up the ice and uh he had his head down, which is a no-no in a contact sport. And I just I I I told him hello. You know, I just said, how you doing? And he did not, he did not get up. Uh, and so I, yeah, I hit him. I hit him pretty good. It was a good hit, but uh, he clean hit, clean hit. That's the other thing is like those, those guys, those P South guys, dude, they were not happy about it. Yeah. They, they were DMing me on Instagram. They were not. <laughs> 
<laughs> like they were not cool. I had one guy, dude. This was on this was on Instagram because you know how on Instagram you can see the people that you aren't following who are DMing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your requests. Right, right. right. I was private. I made sure that I was a private account. Yeah, sure. So boom, I'm getting all these messages, and and people had my address. Like we're like just posting my address, and I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, I'm gonna kill your dog. Like just random, Jesus man, random shit, dude. It was so weird. And I'm pretty like it was all like the next couple of days, and you know everybody was there just like drunk, and right. that's probably when they were sending all those messages. But uh, it was yeah. So that's like essentially where I probably why I got all the attention, and For then sure. just from that point on, it was just like all eyes were on me, just to, like make make a hit. For so reference, Ryan Ryan hit a Ryan hit a kid while playing hockey, and the kid was laying motionless on the ice for over five minutes, and everybody thought the the kid might be dead. We thought that he might not have lived, <laughs> and it, it was just like, and he was out, and it was a perfectly clean hit. It was textbook stuff, and it, it was it, yeah. I mean, obviously, if if like one of our guys got knocked out like that. I don't know what I would do. And so the, the messages, especially if they're drunk, makes sense. But that was one of the most special things I've seen. It it was it was fun. And I honestly I did feel bad because I my goal is never to hurt anybody. Like you it's never you don't want to hurt anybody necessarily. <laughs> like because I had no problem with him. And I think it was just so much more elevated because it was Parkway South. Right. And for those of you that don't know, we Rockwood Summit and Parkway South, we did not. Mm-hmm. not like each other so like i think that's why I on another level just because it was parkway south but i actually did like i didn't want to hurt him he was fine too i think he ended up being okay i think he had a concussion he said something was wrong with his trachea like he like i don't know that he broke it or what happened he actually but... now talks out of a computer <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's been a, in a wheelchair since but he's <laughs> um no but I mean, the you knew shit was going down when the stretcher came on the ice, and that's that was that must have been scary for you. You must well, have. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when I was like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> I was like, what did I just do to this poor guy? Like, because it wasn't even. I don't have a video like on standby, but like if you watch the video, like there was a video circling around for a little bit. It wasn't even all that fast. Like it wasn't like a fast hit. Like I was just kind of standing there because yeah. he was exiting the zone on a breakout. And he was the winger and as the winger, so you don't get absolutely fucking smoked. Yeah. You have to puck to your center. Cause then at that point, if I hit him, it's interference. And then right. it is a dirty hit, but he held onto the puck. And he was staring at the ice. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like, it was just natural instinct. So I just stood there. Like I dropped my shoulder and, and yeah, there was no, there was really no intent other than the shoulder drop from what I saw. And uh, no, like I had yeah, just goes to show kind of the, not only the size difference, but also the technique that you use, um, for sure. It yeah. Was, it was special. Uh-huh. Was and I only, and, and yeah, it's just like, that's kind of how I've always hit. It was like, there's never usually a ton of intent. Like I'm not just going out there trying to drill people. Right. It was just kind of like, cause I was, I'm not a fast player. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I wasn't going coast to coast. You know what I mean? Like I was playing, I was, a, I was playing my role. And so anytime a play came to me, it's not like I was fucking flying around trying to mm-hmm. hit people. So it was like, it's the play just came to me and I would just kind of stand there and just drop the shoulder or I would skate up to it every once in a while. Like 
against really bad teams, it was kind of fun. Like you pass the puck to them and then step up and hit them. That's, that was probably as intent, as malintent as I could get. I gotcha. As far as hitting in a hockey game. If you don't mind, I, I kind of want to want to go into the um, this week's draft. Uh, yeah. I have another draft prepared. We did one. It will be now three weeks back, and it did really well. I think there was a lot of um, there was a lot of people like saying, "Oh, Andrew, you're dumbass. Why'd you have Apple Jacks that high?" Uh, we did a serial draft, and it was pretty fun. So sure. uh, this this week we're doing more of a sports related thing, and. Yeah. Um, and Ryan hasn't been prepped on this. I actually just thought of this while we were doing the podcast, so I don't have much prep either. But it's a uniforms draft. So uh, basically, what I what I decided was you don't have to be as like specific as the actual uniform, but moreover, just the team that you think okay. um, has like really nice uniforms. And it's across all sports uh, arenas, so there's really anywhere you could go anywhere with it. Um, and and if you don't mind, I mean, you can start really. I, I don't mind you starting. Okay, first overall pick. I'm gonna take. Do so. Are we just picking home and away, or are we picking like color rush, or like are we talking alternate jerseys? You, well? I, honestly, I'm fine. I'm fine with specifying. Yeah, I'm fine with specifying. Okay, I'm honestly fine with that. Okay, I'm gonna keep it OG though. I'm just gonna go Boston Celtics green. Wow, I think that's my number one pick. That's okay. Jersey. Interesting. So what we usually do is a snake draft where you do one, I can do the next if you're fine with that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm gonna go the um the Oregon Ducks, the the football jerseys. To me, there's nobody fresher every single game. They have a new uniform. It's it's ridiculous. The amount of drip that that Oregon has is uh it's really special and but yeah, I mean, you you can go college any any college as well. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go Oregon football as my number as my number two pick. If I had to specify one jersey, I would probably say the uh, the Ducks uniform. And by that, I mean um, they had one uniform where there was literally they they had like orange cleats on, and the rest was like I'll show yeah. it for you. Oregon Ducks duck uniform. What a weird thing to look up. Oregon Ducks duck uniform. <laughs> no, but it was tough. Yeah, so it was like this. Uh, if you can see that there. Yeah, that is sweet. They I have like, they have that. And then their blackout is always so sick. Obviously, one of my favorites too is the Marcus Mariota, uh, all black with like the pink mm-hmm. uh, zero on there whenever he was there. That was yeah. special. Um I'll, I'll go with the number two and um, you know, it's a, it's a team close to me and it's going to be the, the, uh, the Cardinals. And for me, it's the powder blue. When we wear the powder blue, I that's, think those, those are just cheddar. Those are money. Um, it, it's, it's also, it's always a great time of year whenever we play and, and we wear those. So I'm going Cardinals powder blue at number that two is a good one. And as a matter of fact, you had me all you had me teed up because I was gonna go winter classic St. Louis Blues jerseys. Ah St. Louis Blues was, getting a little mention here. I was gonna go the same route. The powder I love the powder blue, dude. I love yeah. that look. Any sport, it just looks so good. Um, so you're going with a winter classic? Yep, winter classic for my number two. Awesome. 
All right, you are up again. It is the snake draft. Okay. I think uh, and take as much time as you'd like if you want to. No, I I actually have one again. Um and this is this is definitely hot. A lot of people are probably not going to agree. But okay. I, the University of Notre uh of Notre Dame, let me show you. Are you going with the hockey ones? They're hockey it is a hockey jersey, but let me Okay, okay, okay. It's Let's see. It's sweet. I think all college hockey jerseys are sweet. Like they do such a good job. But if you can see that, oh, that's it's nice. The green, that's and it's nice. No deck going down with the bright green stripes. I just I like the green, dude. I think if you can make green work with your jersey, I just think it's so sweet. I think it works so well, especially if you match it with the darker color, dude. It's so yeah. sweet. That's that's a great pick. Um, that that's a really great pick. So, you've got your one, two, and three. I got three and four coming up next, and I'm going with an unorthodox pick here. Okay, I'm going with the Mighty Ducks hockey uniform. I, I love that uniform so much. It, it is so sick to me. That's a good one. Um, you mean the green one, the one with the green? Yes, the green one. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's special. I I love that jersey. It's just it is a classic, and it reminds me of the movie, of course. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Mighty Ducks green uh, uniform. Uh, my next pick, I kind of want to go to hockey again, but I don't know. It's um, hmm. Let me see. I'm gonna go a different route, and uh, the these are one of, these are probably one of my favorite basketball jerseys. Mm-hmm. It's the Orlando Magic black jerseys. Okay, um, in, in the Shaq days, I will say like here. Let me let me pull up a picture of those. Um, they, they're like I love them. Orlando Magic black jerseys. Let's see. Yeah, dude, these. Hold on. It would pull up. There it is. Um, these with like the pinstripes on them and the uh the blue on the numbers. To me, those are just so fresh. I no, love yeah. I'm gonna put those uh um, yeah, I'm gonna put those at my number four. And uh and it's it's now to you for your fourth and fifth. Okay. Number four. Number four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go San Diego. You know the San Diego Padres, the City Connect. Oh, the seven. Don't right do. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll pull up a pic for the camera. Those are just so clean. I I am no longer the city on, version. Yep, yep. I'm no longer on the Tatis um bandwagon. I think he's a bum. But, um, no, I have a Tatis white jersey, the white pinstripes. I love that white jersey too. I love that, that. is a that is a sweet jersey. I yeah. won't wear it now because uh Tatis, but this yeah. jersey. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. That dude. one, it's a sweet jersey, dude. That's sick. And that's them wearing it, dude. I just think it looks so sweet. I think it's perfect for baseball too. Like, it's I don't know really another sport that you'd be able to wear that kind of jersey in. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, and then do I go straight to five? 
Yeah, go straight to it. Okay. I'm torn. So let's see here. I'm going to try and look up. What's... I'm torn between this our soccer team, this city, the city jersey. Okay. That would be a good are, pick. Those are clean. I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go the Raptors route though. The purple Raptors jerseys. Dude, I was oh my, I, <laughs> you, I was picking that. No way. Dude, that's such an iconic jersey. I that's know, a dude. Great pick. I just think there's I just, they're so sweet and I'm trying to think like I, I there's just not a really other than like I was thinking the Los Angeles Kings, they got a really cool purple jersey, but they just never they never really make it work. Mm-hmm. I just think yeah, just so sweet. Oh. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That that is uh yeah. Yeah, that's I like that's I like that team. I like that team of jerseys. That's Yeah. That's great. Um, but that's that's a great last pick. I think you I think you had a great job. I dude, I think my entire I think like all my followers are gonna say that I lo- I lost this now because of that pick. That's like a that's a beloved jersey right there. To have that at number five, I'd say I'm blessed. Yeah, it's great. That's great. Um dude, I swear I was gonna pick that. That's fine. <laughs> oh well. Um, so I've got what about what do I have? I think I I think I want to go an NFL route here. Um, to me, uh, like these are Jersey to me that like, I don't know. I just, I love it so much. It's going to be the, um, the Cincinnati Bengals whiteout that, that Jersey to me was like, it was the sickest Jersey all year in the NFL. Um, with, with like, have you looked at, have you seen that? The yeah. White? With like the, the black stripes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I love that clean. jersey so much. It was hella clean on Joe Burrow um, and Jamar Chase. And they, they looked really nice, but that's going to wrap up my list. Um, I tried to, I tried to get like all of the sports in there. Um, sure. And, sure. and you obviously you, you went around as well. I think those oh, were some really great picks. I do. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, well, who, so who did I just say? I said, Oh yeah. Bengals whiteouts. Well, I once this drops, I will I will drop out the list and I'll post it and I'll get grilled with comments. But I think I think that it might be close because I I'll put out a poll as well. Uh, last time Drew Crossan won the serial battle, so I watched. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, uh, that was that was for me like because I don't eat cereal too often, but it's like that, that list is like subjective to me because I I just love Apple Jacks and I mm-hmm. uh, that was the one pick and Crave as well taking Crave so high. Yeah. But I love Crave too. I, I love that that cereal. Did anybody say kicks? Did Ooh, say kicks? I dude. Nobody said kicks. I, remember I, that. I can't. I was gonna say I can't remember, but that I remember that cereal just being so gas when I was like it's a great cereal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, uh, do you have anything else? Because I, I got nothing else for today. I think we really nailed a lot. Good. Yeah. It was an, it was yeah. a good one. It was a long one. Good long one. It, it was great content. And thanks again. I uh I had some some struggles with my food. There was all sorts of struggles with uh not food. the first time, right? Didn't you have that? Uh have that yeah, issue? I mean the food I, I always do this to where like um I ordered the food in my astronomy class, right? Uh-huh. And then and then you said, um, you mind if we go at 3 30? I'm like, yeah, sure, that, that'll work. Um, because I ordered my food at three. 
Mm-hmm. And so I expected it to be like get there at least 305. It was like 315. So I ended up going up to the uh, register and I was like, yo, did you guys get my order? And it was literally just chips and queso and then another thing of queso. And she was uh-huh. like, oh, I see it now. Oh, you know, it's just like the thing is student run and it's just really it was really bad. So uh, I ended up getting it at, at 15 or whatever. And I just needed some extra time to eat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and Ryan bared with me. I, I got on the wrong Zoom account and I had to re-log in on this Zoom account, but uh, I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into it. Back into yeah. It. That's good. How was your vacation? I don't vacation mean- was great. I don't mean it was, it was great. I, uh, we, we played some golf. We played two rounds of golf, uh, me and the boys and, uh, we, we got after it. We had a good time and That's awesome, man. yeah. How was your, you guys had a break, right? Did you do anything? Nothing too crazy. Just okay. hanging around, you know, played, uh, did end up playing some golf. Nice. How did you play? Did you play like a scramble or something? Oh, terrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got you. So, so me and my buddy, we played the first nine. We played up against each other. I shot, I shot like 102. Front nine's tough, dude. That's a tough dude. course. Well, did you hear me though? Oh, the, front, the front nine. I shot. Wait, you shot 100 on the front. Something like that, dude. Like, dude, that's terrible. That's wild. I didn't even get close. I didn't even get close to par. And you know what it was? I was actually driving terrible. Like, uh, uh, like it was just, and then, I don't know. I feel like I get more distance with my irons than I do my driver. And that's dude, there's like, no shame in hitting the iron off the tee. That's why I, I, I try to say some people, like if you can hit your eight iron well, and you can't hit your drive for anything, why are you hitting it out of bounds? Just tee off, you know? I don't know. And I am exaggerating with the hundred on the front nine. I really don't know. Cause after I, I mean, I, it's what it felt like. Yeah. I think the closest I got to, I think I double bogeyed and that was like the closest I got. And it was on like, I gotcha. powerful. yeah, well, I mean, it's just a tough round. That's a really tough course. The greens are so fast. Um, and yeah. I, I would know, cause I cut those greens, you know, I mow them. <laughs> so I, that, that's my bad, I guess you can blame me, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, I'm starting to get back into golf because the, the weather is starting to really pick up here. And so yeah. I'm able to go to the range, um, back in St. Back in St. Louis, my range that I usually go to has heaters. So it doesn't matter whether I go at winter or not, but that didn't happen here. So I couldn't play as much. And, uh, but the weather's starting to get nice again and it's nice and warm. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I went and played yesterday with Justin and uh, then I went to the range this morning. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I've been, I have been getting on the range trying to, trying to get it going. And that's the weird thing about golf. dude. It doesn't matter how bad I am. I just love doing it. It's yeah. so fun. I'm an hour. I'll, I dude, I get pissed while I'm playing though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I do too. I do too. Yeah. It's yeah. uh that that's another thing with golf. Like you learn the mental aspect too, and it's a whole big thing. But when I'm back, if you if you want to go to the range, I can give you some free lessons. Dude. So I feel like I could help you out, maybe. Dude, I would take it. I'll buy I'll buy you lunch or something. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean that's all I got, my man. I'm glad you had a good break. Yeah, yeah, you too, yeah. man. I appreciate I appreciate you having me on. This was fun. Of course, this was great. I think I think everybody's gonna really enjoy this. It's a little bit of a switch up going to hockey, but I loved it. I and I have a fresh look on hockey, and uh, I will be paying attention uh, come playoffs. There you go. Watch the Devils for me. <laughs> All right, man. All right, you have a good one. See you, dude.